let's go ahead and roll into the session. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, right. This is the part where you can cut out because I'm finding my music. Don't tell me this. what to cut out. I just, <laughs> just recommend. This is how stuff gets left in. <laughs> Do I'm not just... anger the editor. <laughs> Last we left our intrepid group of adventurers. From disparate winds came the scream of something terrible, disturbing the peace of three of our party at this point. Hunter, Day, and Vega. Far removed from these three, however, to the south, Aster finally arriving to a destination that she had so desperately wanted to reach the city of Heldstetten. More of a fort, she came to find. However, the people that concern us for the beginning of this lovely session will be the three stranded in the Bryn Wildlands. We will begin with Day. Still fabulous. Still fabulously clothed in white. <laughs> Still clutching a light crossbow. Diet crossbow, yeah. Continuing on through the overcast, night-fallen forest, I'd like you to make a perception check. All right. Let me figure out what I'm adding to my perception. All right. Okay, hold on. Sorry, I'm using an app, so I have to figure out where everything is. Okay, I'm adding plus three. <clears throat> <laughs> I got an eight. (laughs) Solid roll, solid roll. So eight total. Yeah. The dense forests of the the Bryn Wildlands uh, surround you. The thick trunks of trees uh, acting as sort of a uh, barrier to progress. As you continue along, uh, go ahead and make a survival check. All right. Plus one. Uh, four. Okay, so by this logic, the next roll that I have you do (laughs) will be a two. So I'll make sure it's something of no consequence. Jesus, I'm the only one who's had good rolls since this, I mean, excuse me, I'm the only one who's had bad rolls since this campaign has started, which I feel is very unfair. Unfortunately, as you've continued along through the night without really tracking your steps, you seem to have ended up in a bit of a conundrum in terms of your placement within the Bryn Wildlands. You were certain that you were heading west at a certain point, but now as you see the sun has fallen and stars peek out through the small bits of space afforded to them by the storm clouds, you have no idea where you're going. You've lost all sense of direction, and unfortunately, the only thing that you hear is, well, the scream. Mm -hmm. Again, the unfortunate bit being, it seems to be close at this point. Unfortunate for who? Me, probably, right? Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah. Um... So I take it that with my survival role, I can't tell which direction the scream's coming in. It just seems louder. Well, the the tree trunks sort of absorb the sound to a point where, unfortunately, it's very hard to pinpoint with total accuracy where exactly it's it's uh, springing forth from. All right. And all surrounding me is just trees and thick vegetation, correct? I'm not in an open plain or a field. Previously, during your first sort of initial foray into the Bryn Wildlands, there were various bits of forest floor that you could conceivably make a camp for yourself or otherwise be free of claustrophobia. However, as you have pressed into this particular neck of the woods, the vegetation has become much more dark and exacerbating this fact of course the approaching storm which you do hear occasionally a roll of thunder scattering over the treetops other than that though yeah the screaming just seems to be closer you're surrounded by this thick dense almost 
black forest. And, well, what would you like to do? I want to climb a tree and see if I can get a better viewpoint. Because at this point, if the sound is getting closer, then I would either assume that I'm walking into something or that I'm being followed. Hmm. And neither of those are ideal situations. So I want to see if I can kind of get a better viewpoint, figure out what's going on, and have a better idea of what I need to do. So I'm going to climb a tree. Okay. Um, The trees, sort of at this point, you you notice their surfaces. There are significant cracks within it that you could conceivably uh, drive your fingers into and, you know, use as divots to scale a tree. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead and I guess roll a nature check to determine the most climbable tree. Okay, that is a two. Oh, sorry, that's a twelve. <laughs> it's a twelve. It's a twelve. It's a twelve. It would have been so great if that was a two. Why didn't you just say? <laughs> I meant. Yeah, I meant to feel horribly, <laughs> but get a contractual obligation to say two. <laughs> it was it's a 10 it's a 10 plus 2 and i very i very enthusiastically shouted what my modifier was but the total is 12 <laughs> gotcha gotcha you have a 12 i have a 12 yeah 12 um sure uh there is this large based tree that you could most definitely ascend probably without much difficulty not without much exertion, of course, but that would have to be determined by athletics check. Could I, I make an Could I be... make an acrobatics check instead? Um, what if I? Um, what if I? What if I? Does it count as acrobatics if I do like a little run and then I jump? That sounds pretty acrobatic. Am I right? That does. But go ahead and roll athletics <laughs> because okay. climbing requires strength. I got a nat 20, and I have a negative no, one in strength. Wow, okay, so... Going in the 20 club. Yeah. Mm. Well, I'm going to climb this actually, tree. Wait, no. You're I not think, in it. Kevin, you're the only one who hasn't. <gasps> yeah, I was going to say, yeah, join the club. Oh. <laughs> yeah, join the club that I'm not in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, I climb, I climb, may I, may I, Jason? I climbed the fuck sure. out of that tree. That it's pretty accurate. Scaling onto it almost like a spider monkey. Uh, you strap. I'm assuming strap the cra- the crossbow to your back. I feel like with a nat twenty, I don't have to. Can you hold your teeth? Yes. Will <laughs> you do it? Sure. Uh, as <laughs> clenching down on the body of this light crossbow uh, to where it's not so cumbersome to your climbing as to be inconvenient uh you bear the crossbow in your teeth as you s- climb to the sort of first rung of branches that are thick enough to support your weight uh, along this tree it's about oh 15 20 feet that you s- that you climb and finally are able to settle uh you have Dark vision, yes? I do. Okay. Your eyes peering out over the uh, small bit of forest clearing that ha- that you have been able to sort of divine through the treetops. I'd like you to roll a perception check. All right. Well, okay, so the good rolls were good while they lasted. That's a seven. With advantage due to your dark vision and due okay. to the slightly okay. elevated position that you're at. Oh, okay. So that's a non-natural 20. Okay. Whew. Much better. Fuck yeah. Peering out across the forest in between a few scattered trees, you notice a faint smattering of light. It almost seems to be sort of a sickly orange in color. It moves about sort of erratically, and you swear as the wind blows and as another thunderclap booms across the treetops, you swear you hear the skittering and chattering of 
language. It's hard to make out any specifics at this point. You would have to get closer if you wanted to figure out what exactly was going on. The orange light that I take is a creature. About how far away is it from me? Can I tell? Yeah, with a non-natural 20, peering through the dense thicket, you're probably about 180, 100 feet away. A bit of a walk, but nothing too unreasonable. Hmm, okay. I am... I'm torn, because if it's about 130 feet away from me, I might be able to make a clean escape and be able to continue on my original path, which is for the rubied runes in the ruins, or whatever they're called. But I'm also very curious about these creatures. Whatever they may be. I mean, if I can pick up, a, if I can hear what I think is a language, even if I can't understand it, I'm going to assume that it's some type of sentient creature. I'm going to try and get closer. Okay. Can I hop between the treetops? Would that be acrobatics? Hmm. With your current surroundings, it's potentially feasible. You would have to climb up about another 10 feet or so to get to the point where the actual tree branches begin to sort of intersect and weave into each other. But it's possible. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Okay. Uh, Just another athletics check and then we'll see. Not acrobatics? Not acrobatics. Again, this is just straight you (laughs) climbing to the next (laughs) rung of branches. Um, I got a five. I feel like my roles should be dissuading me from doing stupid things, but I'm very hopeful that they're going to turn around. To the outside observer, you sort of fruitlessly shimmy up the tree from your current position by about maybe a foot and a half. <laughs> uh, however, you were, by all accounts, that you made it halfway there before, unfortunately, uh, descending quite rapidly onto the branch immediately beneath you. Just just for a point of fun, you go ahead and take... No. Yep, with a five, come on. Uh, <laughs> this is what you get for insisting acrobatics and then being made to do it as athletics. You just wait uh, until just you're trying to do not. something athletics and you have to do acrobatics and then I'll be laughing. Hey, hey, <laughs> I'm equally awesome at both, okay? Hush. No worries, you just take one point of bludgeoning damage as you sort of uh, fall upon yourself in a a most undignified manner uh, after unsuccessfully attempting to scale the extra few feet required. Uh, Wonderful. All right, well, I'm going to get up and pretend like nothing happened, and I'm going to use prestidigitation to clean my robes. Which were slightly marred by a few creases and a few bits of moss that imprinted themselves upon the fabric. But now they're perfect again. I'll straighten the collar of my robe to make sure that it's stiff. And then I will, I guess, press forward on foot, but going in the direction that I saw the orange things. Okay. Hopping down from the branch that you're currently perched upon. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I've given Um, up on trees. With this, I'll go ahead and say, make an acrobatics roll since you're... Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Since you're dismounting, you're dismounting from an elevated position on the de-elevated position. Okay, so that's a four. Damn! I have the worst rolls. I have the worst rolls. This is really... Oh my gosh. If I didn't get your chance. It's almost... With, With advantage out of pity. Okay, yeah. That's a six. Six total? <laughs> yeah. What is this dice rolling up your use? Find a different one. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I didn't want to throw that dice away. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm going into a new app. Your shins do not appreciate the rapid descent. You fall sort of awkwardly onto them and unfortunately take two points of bludgeoning damage. One Jesus for each Christ. shin. What? God. You've got shin splints now. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Can you use Prestidigitation on that? 
Mm, I don't think so, but I'm going to use Druidcraft to make some flowers bloom, and then they spell "fuck you, Sam." <laughs> Just in common, right, right in front of you, working through the roots of the tree. Um, you see these. What, what, what for specifically? Something poisonous. Oh, some uh, petals of nightshade uh, <laughs> exactly. bloom and blossom. As, uh, <laughs> uh, as you spell out very diligently, probably a bit more diligently than intending, uh, this crude phrase uh, upon this very rude tree, almost accentuating your anger, another clap of thunder and a streak of lightning passes over you, illuminating for a brief moment this phrase <laughs> before quickly uh descending back into the darkness i feel better now it was a luckily little bit of you do remember, you do remember the exact direction that you did spy these sickly orange lights however so i'm gonna go that way okay can i can i go into stealth mode sure if you if you so desire you know, I don't. <laughs> Do I get advantage because I have Mask of the Wild? Oh no, we talked about this. Never mind. Yes, we talked about this. So um, just roll, and I'll I'll try to be merciful. It was almost. It was almost a seventeen, but it rolled to a seven, so it's a nine. Did a witch curse you? I feel. Did... I feel a bit cursed right now. Yeah, I think you've been cursed, but. No matter, Day flushes herself against the wood as best she can, concealing the brilliant fabric of her dress and continuing forward uh, towards the lights that she saw, curiosity burgeoning her onwards. From Day, we transfer our vision over to a masked figure of infinite mystery, Hunter. Yes? You have been almost making a beeline toward these knolls. At least, as far as you know, go ahead and roll a survival check. Okay. That's a five. We're doing real great today, guys. <laughs> That's a five. This is yep. amazing. A, bi- a big old five. Big old five. Huge five. Yep. Huge five. Just the most glorious five you could imagine. Hi. So, you swear by all gods and by all men that you were (laughs) making a beeline to the gnolls. However, you have not been doing so very um, quietly or attentively. (laughs) It was more based in conviction that you uh, sauntered forward at such a brisk pace. We're taking notes through. from Danny Phantom, and when we go stealth, we just shout at the top of our lungs, we're going ghost! <laughs> what? What is that from? From Danny, Danny Phantom. Phantom. What Danny Phantom? Phantom? He's a Phantom. Danny Phantom. He's a Phantom. That is not the theme. I think you mixed that up with Wanta Wanta Fanta. You're right, I did. <laughs> I'm glad they I'm not the only one that's enough. lost. <laughs> <laughs> they're similar. They're similar sounding. No, they're not. <laughs> I think you've killed Jason. They're <laughs> similar sounding. I'll post it. I'll post the theme song on Twitter later. <laughs> what? Okay. Got that. <laughs> Uh, You have been continuing along this forest path uh, that you've carved for yourself (laughs) very diligently. Um, However, it seems to have not been the correct path, as though you do hear the scream once more, you do not notice its point of origin. As you look around, the trees of the Bryn Wildlands have become more thick and inhospitable to traversal, and indeed to assisting you in your current objective. Right. I'll go ahead and say roll a perception check, just just to see. Yeah, okay. Um, that's a four. <laughs> oh, God. Really? Are you kidding? Nope. 
An enormous clap of thunder, unfortunately, scatters your senses. It's its presence much more evident now as you see streaks of lightning overhead. It illuminates the f- surrounding forest floor for just the most brief of moments and then falls into darkness once more. It scatters your attention, and unfortunately, uh, as you try to attune to the sounds of what's going on, instead you hear the beginnings of rain in the distance falling on of the treetops. Um, I mean, there's a storm going on, right? So it doesn't seem like the rain came out of nowhere? Well, you remember seeing dark clouds. You remember seeing, you know, hearing the occasional thunderclap and seeing the odd lightning strike. But it seems to have picked up in intensity. Uh, at the moment. Right. Okay. Well, it seems like I'm pretty lost, so... Is there anything you would like to do to try and see if you can get back on the path, or...? Roll for Google Maps. <laughs> <laughs> Could I see if there are any landmarks that would lead me back so I could try and figure out the right path? Sort of retroactively retrace your steps? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I would say that would take an intelligence check. Okay, I'm actually good at that, so this might be okay. Don't tempt me. It's a five. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're supposed to wait the side um, that doesn't have the the 20 on it, right? So that you roll all 20s? (laughs) I think you waited the wrong side. (laughs) Apparently so. Yeah, yeah. It helps. It helps if you draw a one in front of all of the single-digit numbers. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. Okay. The first few steps you're able to recall with perfect accuracy, but again, this thunder unfortunately booms and claps viciously, almost uh, heralding the the coming storm, that you hear growing in intensity. Unfortunately, whatever sorts of tracks that you left, you can't really pick up on, at least not in these conditions. Right. Then I'm kind of out of ideas. All right. So (laughs) shall you just resign yourself to, to wandering once more? Can I still hear the, like, screaming over the rain? You did hear the scream once more before the thunder started being a dick. You feel that there is a, a knollish presence nearby, but unfortunately, pinpointing it, it has become infinitely harder for some reason. Yeah. Um, are there any signs around me that they might have come this way? Nature check. Okay, not going to jinx it this time. Uh, That's a lot better. That's a 16. Oh, double digits. Thank God we haven't seen you in so long. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right, yeah, with a 16, stealing yourself from the panic that had very briefly uh, set in, your eyes are cast to the surrounding wood, and you do indeed on the sea on some of these uh, trees. Markers of paws, the indention of uh, upon the ground of paw prints. There is a definite path that they were following, that they carved for themselves. It's forward, through thick, dense forest. It is manageable now. Okay, then, yeah, I will pick up where I left off and head after them, finally. Discern a clear path through the thicket, you do follow it almost to the T as you notice the telltale signs of gnolls leaving their mark upon wherever they are. Diligently, you press forward into the night and away from this storm. As you continue along, A different figure is currently enjoying the set of circumstances that they find themselves in. Vega. This this (laughs) run. It sounded like you fell into the group. (laughs) Like, yes, hello, I'm here. (laughs) 
Or you just like woke up, Billy's. <laughs> I've been here oh, all God, along. It's my turn now. <laughs> yeah, what's up, guys? This run has really been something. Claps of thunder booming overhead and f- almost fueling your muscles as you burst through the Bryn Wildlands wildly and with total abandon. Go ahead and roll an athletics check for me. All right. Let's do this. And five. <laughs> no. Um, five would be the correct answer if you were to ask, what is my uh, roll bonus to athletics? My total uh, is 22. Oh, my God. See? Follow <laughs> Vega's example. Actually, don't do that. He's a cleric who's not proficient in religion. Never mind. Hey, hey, hey. I'm, remember, he's spiritual, not religious. Well, we make it, right? <laughs> and the spirit of Melora seems to move through you as you bound into the Bryn Wildlands. Oh, yeah. He's, he is like, I mean, he's like, no, no concern for stealth or anything. He's, Loudly and boisterously just yep. enjoying this, uh, this run. <laughs> lots of laughter. Yes, lots of laughter, lots of joy as once again you hear the thunder clap and uh, go ahead and roll a perception check. That is a nine. Okay, there's more familiar territory. (laughs) Uh, With a nine, um, you almost sort of hear the scream. Not really. That doesn't really matter. Anyway, you're having fun. (laughs) At least as much as you can before you notice the trees begin sort of become more dense and clustered together. You you can't run so much as lightly jog through this next portion of forest. And with your enlarged form, in comparison to other humanoids, a sense of claustrophobia sort of towers over your senses. Hmm. This this episode two, the night we spent lost the woods, because none of us could roll perception. Um, we're all actually walking right next to each other like we're only one tree (laughs) apart from the other we just can't tell i think vega will slow down at this point um and he's gonna try to take like i don't know if he can observe for tracks or signs of possible creatures that made that scream uh that'll be a survival check yeah Hey! That's a nat 20. Hey! <laughs> all right. Total of 25. The, oh, wait, no. So, I'm as already you, part of the nat 20. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, as your eyes scan over the forest floor, uh, the familiar senses of your tribe begin to um, pulse within your adrenaline fueled sensibilities. While there are many markers of many creatures, there is something distinctive, a set of tracks that you most assuredly can see belong to something that could potentially be related to the screaming. A pair of paw prints, but interspersed with a small divot in the dirt, a circular divot. A definite divot. Almost as if a wolf were carrying a spear. And as that thought sort of crosses your mind, your eyes widen as a lightning strike pierces over the treetops. Knowles. It had to be Knowles. <laughs> it had to be Knowles. And unfortunately, at this point, the tracks seem to be a few... Uh... Well, with a nat 20 survival, a few hours old, probably one or two hours at the very least. I will follow the null track. Okay. Uh, this will go ahead and make a perception check just to, just to see if your character confuses other tracks potentially with this track. But with again, with that nat 20 and final boon here, uh, we'll make that a perception check with advantage. First roll is a 16. Next roll is an 8. 
<laughs> All right. Very mathematical today. Very nice. So, um, with your 16, you're able to keep a definite eye on uh, the tracks as you progress forward. And indeed, as you sort of follow them and uh, get closer, you hear once more the chittering and chattering of something. It's getting closer. You don't know exactly how far off it is, given your place within the woods, but it is close. All right. Um, At this point, he'll... Being an older and wiser Goliath, (laughs) um, he will probably... Vega will start to approach more cautiously now that he knows that it's a potential enemy. Is that you saying that you want to go into stealth? Uh, perhaps. Perhaps. Vegas perhaps. going ghost. Go ahead and roll a stealth check. That's three. Vega <laughs> 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 has a minus one to stealth, all right? The, the older and wizened, oh, experienced Goliath. Oh, God. He's never, up until recently, He's never really, like, moved stealthily. He never learned how to move stealthily. <laughs> that wasn't really a thing you were taught in Goliath uh, uh, Boy Scouts, all right? You, you, you charged in with a battle cry, and that's how things were. About and battle cry, unfortunately, sounds... when, he, <laughs> when he started, when he started learning how to stealth, he already had his limp. Exactly, and <laughs> so with a battle cry, that sounds like George of the fucking jungle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Okay. The older and wizened, experienced Goliath that you are, uh, Vega, you sort of just hunch over a little bit. You think that that should probably cover your tracks (laughs) as you continue along, disregarding the noise generated by the fact that you are crunching over, like, tree roots. Are you on, like, your toes? Yes, I I am tiptoeing through the tulip. <laughs> yes, sir. Actually, is a are you saying is Vega saying that out loud? <laughs> <laughs> I am tiptoeing. <laughs> I am tiptoeing through the tulip. He's actually singing that song to himself as he's tiptoeing through the tulip. We can That's approximately it. Uh, it's approximately it. Sorry, oh. I cannot replicate Tiny Tim. We've lost the plot. Okay. <laughs> so, again, wise and experienced Goliath hunched over, tiptoeing, basically on everything that makes noise. Rocks against rocks, tree roots, uh, scratching against the heel of your boot. Like, it's... You think it's pretty okay, but... It's really no real frame of reference. Yeah, no yeah. real frame of reference. Exactly. He keeps going. He's going straight to where he's pretty sure they are. Okay. Uh, Day. Hunter. I need you both to roll perception checks. Oh, well. Wouldn't you okay. like that? And I would <laughs> like you to succeed. I got a 13. What's the DC? Oh, I got a 6. Uh, and a 6, you said, Odie? Yep. Okay, um, as the storm sort of intensifies, and as you continue along, Hunter, you you begin to hear rumblings of some description. What it is exactly is hard to sort of pinpoint. It's a, it's a few yards off to your left, you think, perhaps? But it is noticeable. Day... Most assuredly, to your right, there is an arriving presence. As you hear the crunching of foliage, a a soft sort of strange humming, almost, and the telltale telltale signs of somebody's failing at stealth. (laughs) Okay. Um, I would like to use Awakened Mind to reach out and see... um, what it is. Given the distance between you two, unfortunately, you'd have to move closer to the source of whatever is arriving. 
it, attuning to it. It's sort of like if you follow a diagonal path through the tree line that deviates from your current uh, objective, maybe about 100 feet or so away. Okay, okay. Then I will continue towards it, but super stealthily. uh, Go ahead and roll a stealth check. I'm going ghost! Oh, my app shut down. (laughs) You went ghost so hard (gasps) the app disappeared. Oh. Ah. I went, I went, I went ghost, and I got a crit fail in true Danny Phantom style. Wow! I I think I think what happened is that I thought that in my mind, and then I actually shouted it out loud. Might I recommend not buying into the lottery today? <laughs> yeah, I'm getting a very cursed energy radiating around all of us. Yeah. yeah. Except for Tommy. um, His great roles. (laughs) So, good lord. With a critical fail, unfortunately, um, you had made some good progress toward the uh, strange light sources that you had observed. But as this other presence sort of erroneously introduced itself, you attempt to sort of step off the path and towards it so that you may discern more information immediately onto the hem of your robe just fall spectacularly against a bit of rotted tree that breaks under your weight as you fall on top of it Uh, yeah not not a fun time hunter vega i need you both to roll perception checks non-natural 20 for me shut up tommy Mm -hmm. Uh, <laughs> Nobody asks you. I'm uh, with ass, so I, I mean, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What was that, Hunter? That's an eight. Well, with it being a natural one, you do hear a second uh, sort of cry, the more distant um, position. Vega, with your non natural 20, you said, yep. right? Yeah. Okay, with your non natural 20, about 100 feet to your left, you hear. Well, what, what seems to be a woman um, crying out for some odd reason. However, at this same point, about a hundred or so feet in front of you, you hear a more intense chattering than you did previously. You almost hear sort of like a coyote's laughter. What languages do you speak? I speak common and giant and draconic. I don't think I understand what they're saying. Unfortunately, you don't, but you do hear sort of the literal barking of orders from one knoll to the next, like... You sort of hear the shuffling of equipment, and then footsteps. Footsteps seem to be going toward the source of distress. All right, um, Vega call out, and he's like, I don't, I don't know who you are, but you've got incoming. Can I hear him? Uh, Goliath yelling about a hundred feet away from you. It is slightly dampered and hindered by the thickness of this forest, but do hear uh, this message get to you. Watch out for Noel. Hunter, you hear this as well, I'll say. He does say watch out for Knowles. He definitely says, watch out for gnolls. Okay. I'm going to use prestidigitation to create, it's a sensory effect, but it looks real. Um, A shower of sparks, like, out from me, and I'm going to go, who dares? (laughs) (laughs) To to what? To be scary. To be scary. To be scary. Okay. (laughs) Uh, intimidation, please? Yes. 18. 18 total? Yeah. Okay. That's pretty scary. It's pretty scary. It's pretty scary. It's it's a slight sensory effect. Uh, So as these sparks sort of burst from your... Well, I mean, it's not like... It's sort of like when you have one of those sparklers at, like, New Year's. (laughs) Like, it... it, But, like, 20. Yeah, like like about 10 or 20 sort of bundled together. And yeah, it does sort of create this weird effect with the sort of fog that settles across the forest floor. And this voice that shouts, who dares? 
they don't dare. You hear a few distressed sort of whimpers and whines, almost like from dogs, before one sort of barks out at you. What languages do you speak? Um, Common, Elvish, Infernal, and Sylvan? Is that how it's pronounced? Yeah, Sylvan. And unfortunately, you do not understand um, a word of what's being said to you. Although it is said in a very angry tones, almost as if it is barking at you. Am I close enough that I can use awakened mind? Are they 30 feet away from me? Uh, you can get a bit closer. It, it seems that they're about 60 feet away from you now. Well, I'm not going to get any closer. I'm going to stay where I am. And what's the range on a crossbow? It's less than... 60 feet, right? Uh, like, like that, 60 feet is too short for a crossbow, correct? To be perfectly honest, range for me is not that big of a deal. So, I mean, okay. you, can take a, you can take a shot, don't worry. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not shooting, but I think uh, I'll put my crossbow away and I'll instead pull out my two daggers. Because at this point, I'm expecting something to be on me. To be close by. Yeah, exactly. Okay, sure. You hear once more this sort of bursting of voices, all of you at this point, uh, minus one, at least for the moment. Me? You hear me? I don't hear it, right? Don't worry. You saw my, (laughs) you saw, you saw the sparks from where you were. Oh, they were that great. (laughs) I'm like, huh? (laughs) Not, not that, not that significant. However, you hear one voice more present and more pressing than the others begin to sort of growl and snarl. You hear a bit of a scuffle break out before a roar kind of emanates from what seems to be a small pack of knolls that's contained nearby. However, at that particular moment, all of you notice a burst of color emanate from beyond your view. Brilliant colors sort of dance for a moment and then quickly fade. Aster. Yes? You called? (laughs) Yes, I did. As you sort of crest into the Assembly of Heroes, you look to your left, you look to your right. You seem to be in somewhat of an entrance hall of some description. Brilliantly constructed walls surround you as Peril, the tiefling assessor, whatever that is, makes his way around you in a very lithe and smooth fashion. I roll my eyes. You see him sort of cleaning his fingernails (laughs) as you roll your eyes in disgust. Is there anywhere obvious that I... Is there a front desk? (laughs) (laughs) Front desk. Is there anyone here? No, there seems to be no one in your immediate field of view. But nevertheless, he sort of waves you forward with a finger into the central hub area of the assembly. Uh, I guess I'll follow him. I don't have any other right now. Down a flight of stairs, you descend. It's not that far as you come into what you assume to be the main hall. Brilliantly heavy tables of various makes and shapes and sizes sort of cobbled together in what could be conceived as a straight-ish line. Across them are scattered dozens of papers, of books, of various uh, oddities, candelabras and candlesticks that adorn various pieces of the table space. Amongst them you see a few well, for lack of a better word, children studying very diligently maps and other bits of information, absorbing it with intensity that you're unfamiliar with, in present circumstances at least. Peril looks to you and blinks a few times. How old are the children? Taking a look at them, I'd need you to make a quick perception check. Okay, guys, here we go. Natural 20 Club. Please let me be part of it. You're going to know the exact um, age of those children. <laughs> well, I rolled a 30. Oh, wait, no. no. It's a 17. Okay. 
17. Does she Take know their zodiac signs? Well, no. <laughs> but you do get a sense of their age. And it's kind of hard to pinpoint, given that there's not just humans here. There are gnomes or dwarves. There are a few dragonborn that you see huddled around one table in particular, speaking to each other in their uh, own tongue, as it as it were. Yeah. The age, if you had to lump them together, you'd probably have to say that they're probably around, oh, anywhere ranging from about 11 to 15. Okay. A, few, uh, a few of the children even looked to peril and with sort of this wide-eyed stare. Uh, one kid actually gets up the gumption to sort of wave. Uh, it's a sandy, blonde, kind of dirt-encrusted tomboy-ish tiefling whose hand is quickly snatched down by a few of her companions. Peril sort of smiles and Riley looks towards you. I'll look at Peril, just sort of raise an eyebrow. So what were you expecting when you came to the assembly? Uh, not a bunch of children. And what is all this stuff? And I'll go walk over to the table, poking at a few of the bits that are on it. Sure. Uh, with your... Yeah, go... Shit, why not? Go ahead and roll an investigation check. Investigation check. That is an eight. <laughs> well, they seem to be instructional texts. Uh, everything contained uh, within seems to relate to the geography of Austinheim, a few treatises over um, certain families within region, descriptions of monsters, monsters that you haven't really encountered uh, along your travels, but you're not able to take a critical eye to them as Peril sort of lays his, um, lays his hand over the papers. The length of his fingernails sort of digging into them very intently as he sort of taps his hand against the parchment uh, beneath. You ask what this uh. is. This is our future. Uh, okay. I mean, the future, sure, that's great and everything, but I'm here to be a hero. I thought I was going to fight stuff or kind of like heft my gl- Like, um, yeah, this is nice, but <laughs> I want to kill some things. <laughs> He smiles and waves his hand to you, uh, going to sort of an eastern uh, direction as you see a sort of archway crest into the complex even further. Um, uh, I'll follow him. I won't even try to steal anything from the table. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just, I'll just follow. All right. A couple of children sort of cast their eyes to you in wild bewilderment, and a few of the older uh, older teens, you notice a slight blush to their uh, cheeks as you pass their way. Continuing to follow Peril down this east corridor, he, well, he continues with his sort of spiel. Many like you have come, obviously not receiving the memo that Assembly of Heroes requires more than just notable deeds for membership. You must be assessed to see if you adhere to our core tenets. Right. Okay. Sort of look around as I'm following him. What would these core tenants be then, Peril? As you ask this question, he sort of begins to answer. However, coming to meet you down this eastern corridor, you notice a sort of younger gnomish gentleman. Thick braids of mahogany hair sort of hang off his head as he makes his way down, dressed in very simple and plain. Well, they're not robes, but they are loose-fitting clothes, at the very least. As Peril is about to answer this, he takes a look at the gnomish gentleman and grits his teeth. They are to be discussed later. Cyrus, what do you have for me? Cyrus sort of stops short, bows his head. Getting a good look at him, he's 
somewhat fair in complexion, uh, though his skin seems to be weathered by sun and sweat. He looks like he bathed maybe about a week or two ago. <laughs> I bet he smells fabulous. He doesn't smell unpleasant, we'll say that. But I am uh, pretty sure a- Asta doesn't smell like roses either. <laughs> yeah. He seems a bit taken aback as he looks at you, his hazel gray eyes kind of glancing up at you and blinking a few times. Peril leans <laughs> between his gaze and yours and says, she's a potential candidate. I'll just I'm- nod at this newcomer. Cyrus kind of nods as well. Right. Yeah, well, perhaps this is the one you're going to send then. The alarm's just tripped off in, in Wildlands. Peril kind of narrows his eyes. The Bryn Wildlands. Uh, remind me. Cyrus kind of reaches into his, what seems to be sort of like a, a vest, a navy blue vest, and pulls out this small ledger. Uh, he flips through it very judiciously, and his eyes dart across the page, his fingers finally landing on an entry. The, uh, well, the gross fang situation, sir. Peril kind of changes his demeanor from being very aloof to suddenly very stern. Of course, of course. He looks to you, Aster. Normally, just an eyebrow. <laughs> normally, assessment would take years, perhaps decades. That is why we usually accept students of a, shall we say, less advanced <gasps> age. <gasps> 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 However, and he raises. <laughs> <laughs> he raises his finger. However, as Cyrus was indeed a late arrival, I believe he can be a potential exemplar for the quarter mistress to consider when I tell her that I am on a preliminary basis accepting you into the Assembly of Heroes. At least for consideration. Okay. I still just nod. In She's exchange... refusing to show any expression right now. <laughs> In exchange for this, you must conduct a bit of a mission for us. Nothing too severe. This I promise. What do you need me to do? He leads with his hand once more and walks around Cyrus. Cyrus sort of follows him very diligently as you continue down the eastern corridor. Basically a walk and talk, as Peril explains. We had some potential, well... Disturbances reported within Bryn Wildlands, caused by an entity that we have referred to as Grossfang. They are a knoll, and they are annoying. <laughs> Continuing down the eastern corridor, he takes a very sharp left, past a few sort of torch sconces that light the way. Cyrus sort of follows behind, keeping a very close eye on you. More than anything interested in your responses, or lack thereof. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in order to confirm the validity of these reports, and for our own peace of mind, of course, I had Cyrus set some, well, uh, traps would be a generous word, uh, some piles of bait that were marked with alarms, magical in nature. Cyrus kind of looks up. They were the remains of farm animals and such. If they were disturbed in any way or gnawed upon, as gnolls are wont to do, of course, I'd know about it. And, and you want uh, me to dispatch these gnolls, I assume? All but one, Peril says as he comes upon a room. A domed room with a high ceiling and a faint blue light that surrounds you. He looks to you very seriously. Preliminary reports suggest that amongst these disturbances, there is always at least one common thread that can be traced directly to Grossfang. The presence of an albino knoll. Silver in fur, long in snout, and absolutely monstrous in demeanor. This knoll, you are 
either to capture or somehow, well, tag, for lack of a better word. Cyrus pipes up at this point. Uh, right. Uh, in my possession, I have, well, bits of parchment. If you lay, he rips out a piece and hands it to you. It's scribbled with arcane markings and other forms of runic symbols. Mm. If you lay this parchment upon its bare skin, you should be able to follow it. At least for a time. Okay. I'll take the paper from him, sort of shove it into a pocket. Peril looks to you. You will be the only one able to track it, at least for a radius of uh, a mile, say Cyrus. Cyrus nods. Yes. If at all possible, follow this knoll to its hideout, and then report back to us upon its exact location. Sounds easy enough. If this is not possible, simply subdue the knoll without killing it, and we shall take matters into our own hands concerning interrogation. Okay. Follow Noel, Albino, Silver, Long Instant, Monstrous in Demeanor. Mm. I've got this. Peril sort of grits his teeth, and you see the, the sort of elongated bottom canines poke out from beneath. Cyrus weaves between you two as he rubs his hands together and conjures a bit of a arcane spark that alights a nearby altar. It flares with a sort of unnatural intensity as the magic accumulates. Peril looks to you. I do not know why you want to join the Assembly of Heroes, but I do know this. If you are to join us, you must be tested. Are you comfortable with this? Yes. He nods. Wonderful. I would certainly hope that you are. I need you to roll (laughs) a strength check for me. Strength check. Okay. Arm wrestle. Uh... Oh, can I roll that again? <laughs> what did you roll? A 12. But wow. I'm really strong. <laughs> but, but it does catch you off guard as he sort of pushes you back a few steps. You lose your footing and look behind you as a portal bursts open to light. Uh, to light. Uh, a brilliant cascade of whites, greens, blues all emanate from this altar. And you trip falling back into it crashing onto the <laughs> ground behind you it shifts uh, from a stone altar to a soft forest floor uh, as your head raises in the daze and as the magics fade your eyes open and you notice five knolls one amongst them bearing silver fur and as it turns to you its long snout turns into a horrendous snarling visage and it yells in a primal and terrifying manner. And as that happens, we end our session. Hmm. Oh, I had a really good comeback. <laughs> what a great placement for a portal. Yeah. yeah. Perfect portal placement. You won't want to find out what that comeback was. You can, uh, you can pay $5 for that DLC. Here's the email for my PayPal account. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to thank you so very much for joining us this week. We get a lot of feedback from several friends of mine, and I've had a blast going through all of the lovely comments that people have been leaving us. Especially wanted to give mention to Maddie and Billy, who both left five-star ratings for us over on iTunes. Very much appreciated. As well as Alex for that wonderful review that they posted on uh, podcast.com. We really appreciate the kind words. If you're interested to share the show with your friends, your family, your colleagues, your coworkers, please feel free to. Word of mouth is absolutely essential when it comes to shindigs like ours, and we certainly appreciate every bit of help we can find in spreading the word. If you've enjoyed the show so far, leave a rating on our iTunes page, a comment on podcast.com, or follow us over on Twitter at UndersidersPod, all one word, no fancy stuff, and tweet about your excitement over our show. Campaign's going to be kicking off into overdrive over the next few weeks, and I cannot wait to show y'all what I've got in store. Hope your day, your afternoon, your evening is going good. And if it ain't, then, well, I hope it gets good soon. Again, we thank you so much for your time and your audience, and we do so hope to have you back. Uh, I've been Jason, your DM, for this session. I'm Kim, and I've been Asta. 
I'm Vivian. I've been playing Day. I'm Luke, and I've been Hunter. And I'm Tommy, and I've been your good boy, your cleric boy, Vega. Thank you for your time. We thank you for your patronage, and we hope to see you again very soon. Keep through the two with.